For years, Minky Couture has been donating blankets to NICUs across the country. Owner Sandy Henry's grandson was born at 30 weeks, and she placed a mini blanket in her grandson's incubator. We want to help other NICU families with the Heart of Minky program. For every adult-sized blanket purchased, Minky Couture will donate a mini-sized blanket to NICUs across the nation. Thanks to you, we can fulfill our dream to blanket the world. Leftovers. Or... The DMV. Number 97. Or... House cleaning. Or... Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you like compassion, excuses, and heartwarming messages, you have clicked on the wrong f***ing link. There's a new sports voice in Toronto. The smooth-talking, rough-necking Mike Roach, where sports life and truth collide. New sports entertainment for the next generation. Something different. No bias and no BS. This is the Mike Roach Podcast. Subscribe to the Mike Roach Podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcast. And remember to follow Mike on Instagram at MikeRoach7 and at OXP.media. On the phone with me right now, sideline reporter for the Toronto Raptors on Sportsnet, Savannah Hamilton. Savannah, how are you, man? Mike, I am good. Living the dream. How about you, man? I'm doing well. Are you Are you in Phoenix, by the way, right now? We are. We left at, right after the game last night uh, in Portland, and so uh, here we are in, in Phoenix. You don't get a break, do you? Are, like, are you half asleep right now? How? What is the percentage of you actually being awake right now? Um, ah, you're lucky. You're catching me at a good time. I'm about to work out. So you're getting me at like the 85% mark. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You know who else wasn't bad last night? The Toronto Raptors. Okay. Because they went in 18 point victory, uh, over the Portland Trailblazers. Savannah, tell me something. Now these last few games, and we saw it again in, in Sacramento, they weren't terrible when they played against Golden State, but The Raptors are coming out with energy early, right? And that's something we haven't seen all season. Tell me about that. What have you been seeing that's a little bit different right now compared to the beginning of the season? Well, I think there's a multitude of things happening, and it's all coming together at once right now, of course, when trade deadline's approaching. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I think that's actually more coincidental than anything because um, I think in the beginning of the season, the team was kind of figuring out each other's roles and I think that a lot of the guys had their own individual expectations of themselves to play up to um we know we heard Pascal Siakam say he wanted to be a top five player this year in the league we heard Scotty Barnes even talking about he wanted to make an all-defensive team uh as well as Precious even said that too and then OG said he wanted to be defensive player of the year um, which he's on track to do still but I think that kind of added a lot of pressure to the guys individually and then in a way that like takes you out of a team mode. Um, And so right now what we're seeing, and like Fred said this after the Knicks game, after he had another great game um, when they're in the garden last, 
he said that he's just taking the pressure off of himself. He's not looking for a magic pill to solve, you know, everything or to to just win games. He's saying that he's just going to focus on, um, you know, his own offense and and just kind of the rhythm of the game uh, and let everything else, like the chips fall where they may and let everything else take care of themselves. Uh, and And that's kind of been what we've been seeing. I think a lot of guys kind of just have learned to kind of just let go of their own expectations. Um, and now we, because of that, you see a much more holistic game. And you're right, like Pascal has been great because, you know, it doesn't look like he's forcing anything. It doesn't look like he's, you know, I don't want to say trying too hard, but he's because he's still definitely exerting his best effort. But like, it just looks a lot more organic, it looks a lot more natural. That's all. Right, it's like he's getting everything perfectly in the flow of the offense, not forcing anything. Those double teams come. He's hitting the the open guy. But, Savannah, let me ask you this. Precious Achua, he gets mm-hmm. into the lineup because OG is out with the wrist injury. He goes for a career-high 27 points. He has 13 rebounds. Talk to me about Precious Achua and what he's bringing into that lineup. Well, I think the mindset for Precious really changed um, pre-injury, right? He had missed about 24 games um, just prior to and, you know, he 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 had that time to kind of sit back, reflect um, and watch the games. He was he told me that he was reading a bunch of books and, you know, and, and like stuff like Atomic Habits, stuff like um, Chop Wood, Carry Water, which is a book about how to fall in love with the process of becoming great. And I think a lot of it, to be quite honest, has been mental for him because I think when he came into the season a lot as well, he's been, you know, trying to do a lot. It didn't feel like he was in sync or in rhythm. And he even said that last night at the podium. He said that when he first came into the season, you know, he didn't he didn't really feel like he was in rhythm. He didn't feel like he was quite himself. Um, and now, like, I, cause I, I even asked him, I was like, it's not like any of your shots are really being forced. Like, and, and coach nurse said that, yeah, precious is being, is getting to the right spots at the right time. And that's why the offense is just flowing so naturally to him. And so, and precious said that, yeah, he, he feels the sense of just letting things come to him and reading it at, like more in the moment than anything else. Um, and, and yeah, like you see him now also slowly start to insert himself in, in some situations, which you like to see. Because before it was like he's just that spark off the bench. You know, he'll grab you with that rebound, go back up with it strong. Um, he's quick. He's athletic. He could next to after OG, you could probably start making the case that he might be your second best defender um, on the team. Mm-hmm. And so. Like, you know, and now, like, you know, OG was out of the starting lineup. That means that he had to maybe carry a little bit of the more uh, offensive offensive load um, because the the starters really made that impact last night. So anyways, um, so, yeah, so he he's just really finding his rhythm. And something also that Coach Nurse pointed out last night as well is the fact that because we we compare him to Precious last year, second half of the season post All-Star game, because that's when he was playing his best. Right. And. Kochner said that he's playing better right now than that precious back then. And so, and I have to agree with him because everything just looks a little bit more intentional. It doesn't look as wild or, or as, you know, cause you saw like a hundred percent. That's a great, yeah, point. It wasn't yeah. Harnessed. yeah, exactly. It wasn't as harnessed. And now you see him really locked in and keying in on details and just so much more intentional. Um, and so that's, that's the pressure that we're seeing right now. You know what? You bring up a great point. I didn't think about that before, but one of the the things that I wouldn't say that drove me crazy because he's still such a young guy. But one of the things that you did mention last season, he seemed a bit out of control and now he just Mm -hmm. seems like he's more under control. Right. Which is which is great about Precious Achua. 
Now, you spoke about uh, Pascal Siakam. We mentioned Precious. Chris Boucher, a guy who's coming off the bench right now, doesn't he always seem to be better when Precious Achua is in the lineup for some reason? I mean, he's playing <laughs> fantastic right now. His documentary came out, and since that documentary came out, he's just been balling. Okay. Yes. <laughs> what yeah. are you seeing from uh, Chris Boucher? He's playing with a lot of energy like he usually does, but what do you like about what you're seeing from him? Nick Nurse seems to have that trust in him. Yeah, I mean, you gotta you gotta love it that um, it's not even just he has it; he's earned it. And he's kind of earned it over the course of the season because he's had a lot of glimpses of like really solid performances, and then other times not so much. But over over the whole course of the season, it's definitely been better. Um, and, and I think like you're right; I totally agree with you because I see it out there for myself. Where you know when Precious is back, and the funny thing is that sometimes they're not even playing in the same lineup or sometimes they're not even playing off of each other. Mm-hmm. And Chris, Chris still plays better. Like, I, you know, it's not, you know, he uses that, that, uh, that WWE reference of triple H and I, who's the <laughs> other guy, Mike, help me yeah. out. Yeah. Uh, I know it's uh did he say DX? Um, something like triple that. H, triple H and probably Shawn Michaels or something like that. Shawn that Michaels. Was that was the yeah. other one. That was Shawn. Shawn Michaels was the other one. I'm not a, I can't say I'm a WWE fan like that, but like, you know, I see what they're talking about. You I, nailed I it. Good tw- stuff. Uh, listen, I, I got, I called them twins in the locker room <laughs> because they keep on getting questions about each other. And that's, I was like coming from a twin being myself. I was like, I used to get questions all the time about my twin. Nobody wants to talk about you. So <laughs> it goes vice, it goes both ways. So, so anyways, but yeah, their, their dynamic is, is great. Um, I think what you're seeing from Chris is also like, just him a lot more comfortable out there too. Like I feel like he also was one of those guys that came in with a higher expectation of himself to begin the season with. And the only problem with that is that like when you have, and nothing's wrong with goal setting, nothing is wrong with having expectations, but when you really start to force yourself to, to, to reach those expectations, especially not in a natural progression, but more in like a, Oh, I want to do it all in one game. You tend to fail like straight up. But the same time with Chris, like, you know, he's not failing right now because he's, I think he's kind of let the offense, I think he's accepted his role a lot more. I think he's kind of just like, um, like still looking for his shots, but making sure that they're in rhythm, uh, still aggressively going after boards. We saw him in Sacramento, like deny shots right at the rim. And so he's really emphasizing his defensive presence in the paint right now. Cause that's what the Raptors absolutely need. Um, and he's he's obviously he's answering the call. He's stepping up, whether Precious is on the floor or off the for- floor. But it is some weird dynamic that they have where, like, if if Precious is healthy, Chris happens to be playing a little bit better. Mm-hmm. I hear you there. Uh, Scotty Barnes now, 7-12 from the field. He had 18 points, 10 rebounds, 7 assists. What difference have you seen with him? I mean, these last maybe 10 games, he's been playing a lot better compared to the to the beginning of the season. And not even necessarily just putting the ball in the basket, but from a defensive standpoint, the way that he can create shots for others. Tell me a bit about Scotty Barnes and the way he's playing right now. You know, on a you're absolutely. I'm gonna I'll dive into Scotty Barnes in a second, but I would say on, on a really high level right now, the Raptors are a team that's slowly turning it around silently. Um, and I think we're seeing this with all the individual performances all kind of coming together into one right now, mm-hmm. but. Right, but you know, Scotty is probably the epitome of what that what that is and what that looks like, because Scotty came in. You know, we talk about expectations. Who who had more expectations, not just from himself, but from the public, yep. than Scotty? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, rookie of the year, this, that, and the other. We see him on every single commercial. Um, 
and and he's he's supposed to be the guy basically this year like or next to the guy like pascal's a guy and then then fred and then scotty so right. it, it, it had then that's a lot to put on was he 21 22 now I think he's 22 like a 22 year old um and so i think for him and his game um once he kind of it's almost like he had to hit a bit of a low because he wasn't performing the way that everybody wanted to perform in the beginning. Um, it's almost like he had to hit that low in order to turn it back around um, in order to realize that like, wait, if I just kind of play within the team scenario, the team setting and, and not try to do too much or too little or not take, you know, maybe plays off sometimes, then everything will kind of organically start to happen again for him. And that's exactly what's happened. And I've had multiple conversations with him. And I've noticed his demeanor's changed. He's been a lot more, I guess, happier, I guess, lately, or just a bit more um, calm, cool, collected, I should say. And then his also his um, his his style of play is more distinct in my mind because something that he's told me a few times now uh, in the locker room on the podium has been just like what he reads out there, and he's playing directly what opponent is on him he's not playing the game in a way of holistic it's not he's he's focused on who is guarding me and who am I guarding and that's how he makes his in-game decisions of how he's going to attack so for example if we saw um Brooke Lopez on him in the Milwaukee Bucks game Mm -hmm. and Scotty did not have the offensive crazy numbers in that game that we were seeing before and something that he told me prior to that game was if a center's on me then I'm going to focus more on distributing the ball and being a really good screener to get my teammates open. Okay. But if a guard or a forward is on me, then I'm in, I'm in attack mode. And so that really stuck with me because ever since he said that, I've been watching the way he plays, and that's totally exactly what he's doing. He's like finding a saw, way to take advantage of any situation that he's exactly, in. Exactly, but mm. it's all based on position. Right. So, so, you know, we saw his game last night. He had 18 points. Um, and he was actually concerned. It's funny because everyone's he everyone's talking about Damian Lillard and everything. He said to me, he really said, yeah, um, you know, I'm worried about um, Afrini Simmons and Jeremy Grant going off. Right. And this is prior to the game. And he's like, especially Jeremy. He really emphasized Jeremy Grant. And, uh, and sure enough, Jeremy Grant ended up with 26 <laughs> points, 26 just points. four points less than Lillard. Yep. Exactly. And so he's seeing the game in a more of like a distinct like opponent, like like who's guarding him uh, opponent to opponent. Um, rather than right. just like, oh, they're a shooting team or they're a driving team. No, he's like, he's seeing it more specifically. And so I think, and I really appreciate the way that he does that because he's now learning how to take advantage game to game. And so even though sometimes his stats change and they fluctuate, you see his effectiveness has not. And I think that's the consistency that we've been seeing in Scotty right now. And just recently he was compared to Draymond Green. And even Draymond Green acknowledged that, like, yeah, listen, if if they're comparing comparing him to Draymond Green, uh, to, he said to me, then you know his ceiling is going to be incredibly high. Right. So, I think that's what we're seeing from him. I don't think he's going to be necessarily your like, you know, what do you maybe he'll have a fifty point game sometime in his career, but like, is he going to be your scoring threat every single night? No. Um, but that's that's also not what you need from him. So he's a great player. He's great. He's been really developing well this year. Uh, last question here, Savannah. I want to talk to you a little bit about Gary Trent Jr. 19 points last night, uh, 4-10 from downtown, 7-16 from the field. And it seems over the last few, I would say, days, uh, Michael Grange did come out with a report that the Raptors are now leaning more towards keeping Gary Trent Jr., not trading him away at the trade deadline. And it looks like 
the feeling is mutual between the Raptors and Gary Trent Jr. What do you think about that whole situation, which I love, by the way, because Gary Trent Jr. is young. He can shoot. Uh, he can defend. Tell me about the situation going on with Gary Trent Jr., what your thoughts are with that. Uh, well, straight up, Gary's a professional. Like, he's one of the most, like, you talk about calm, cool, collected. He's one of the most calm, cool, collected guys that also has a switch to turn it on in-game. Because sometimes you see personalities that are really chill convert to the court, and now they're playing almost re too relaxed. He knows the difference, and he, and he could turn that on and off. Um, you could tell that, you know, he, he does trust the organization. And when he was um, benched, for the few few stretch of games that he was, you know, he he you could tell, you know, he said that, yeah, I, I trust coach and his game plan. But almost in another sense, you could tell he too was taking it personally because he stepped his game up to a whole nother level mm -hmm. to show that he's not a bench player. And so it's a one of those show don't tell. And ever since like ever since then, he's been starting back in the starting lineup again. And he has just been absolutely amazing. Like, you know, you can't I don't there's there's not much more you can ask from a guy like that except for maybe more consistency on defense, which Coach Nurse pointed out last night before the game. He said uh, the only thing that, that that he wants more from Gary is just a bit more consistency because he's the type of defender that goes all in or all out in terms of taking risks on defense. So he he might be the guy that gets you a steal, but he's he also you know on the flip side could get burned back door. Um, but that's like that's a good problem to have. <laughs> yes, because you could you could control that. Um, but when it comes to, uh, his, his, you know, his, his overall game and how it fits Toronto, absolutely. Is he an asset you, that you'd want to keep? I, I, I'm not a GM myself, but yeah, I, I think you do because at this point you got to ask yourself, who's another player in the league right now that is his age, that has his upside that you can get more value for. Like, sure. that's what it comes down. That's what it comes down to. Mm -hmm. Like, is there any other player in this, in the league that plays his position, you know, he's shooting the ball consistently now. Um, he has been for the past, what, like 20, 20 ish games. He had a bit of a rough start, but he turned that, that his shot around. Um, yeah. It's hard to name a player off the top of your head that brings like that, that much upside still. And he's still, like you said, he's still getting better. Like he's still growing. Yep. Um, and so I think, yeah, I think, he might have been a consideration in the past because you know his shot was a little inconsistent, but he had, but you know you could see the, the the the, I guess the light cr uh, creaking out. But now it's like okay, no, that light's shining pretty brightly, and we know it's only going to get brighter. So who would you want in in return for that? Um, and so I, I think I think he's just kind of sold himself. I think he's made himself an absolute asset on the team um, and made his own case. Uh, and but yeah, I can't say you know, in terms of trade rumors, like who wants what or what, what, what want to, but you know, he's definitely a great player and he showed it. Absolutely agree with you. Now, Savannah, before we get out of here, do you look forward to doing certain things in certain cities? Like what, what do you do when you're in Phoenix? <laughs> um, honestly, this being my first year on the road, I'm more like just in explore mode. Like I'm more <laughs> so just like, let me just walk outside the hotel for like a good hour or two and see what's around me yeah. um, i have people giving me recommendations a lot like oh you gotta go check out alcatraz if you if you can or you know go check out this spot or that spot i tried to walk to alcatraz from the hotel but it was like almost an hour <laughs> and i oh. got tired so i turned back around <laughs> but <laughs> did, did not make it there but i mean otherwise yeah like i mean i, I try to just um go for a walk 
do some exploring, try not to take it for granted that we're in these amazing cities and places. Um, but otherwise, like, you know, I still have a bit of a routine on the road that I like to keep, especially on like game days or it's a sports night game. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't like breaking that. So, so yes. <laughs> All right. That's, sounds that's good. You, you got your stuff in order. You got your stuff. In yeah. Order. Uh, sideline, sideline reporter for the Toronto Raptors for Sportsnet, Savannah Hamilton. Thank you very much. Really appreciate it. Well, thank you, Mike. Appreciate you. You've been listening to the Mike Roach podcast. Where storytelling, sports, and keeping it real are the only ways to live by. We hope you've gotten some valuable and practical information from the show. Link up with us on Instagram at oxp.media or at microach7, where you can view images of the content on this program. We're on Facebook, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. Have a wonderful day, and thank you for listening. Until next week. Leftovers or the DMV or house cleaning or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.